Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of the First and Pick 6 podcast. I'll be your host tonight, Brandon, joined with the regular two, J- uh, Tim and Jake. Um, tonight, we're going to go over the preview of NFL Week 6, um, the College Football Week 7. Uh, we're filming this before Thursday Night Football game, so we won't be able to recap that like we normally do in our second pod. Uh, but I'm going to go the Commanders 1. Uh, once through for 370, so it's a pretty good game. Um, <laughs> I could be way off, we'll see. But uh, I guess we'll get right into to uh, to the NFL side of things here. Um, some some decent matchups this week. Uh, I think we're going to kind of to split it up, uh, cover our uh, reaching go over two games, and then our individual team games minus Jake as the Raiders have a bye. Uh, so I guess we'll start with Jake. Um, what two games are you kind of looking most forward to this weekend? Um, so the first one I'm going to go with is the uh, Ravens and the G-Men. Um, I thought the Ravens were going to be pretty good this year. I think I had them going like 15-1 and one when we did the pick them, which is uh, absurd, I know. But, um, you know, they're playing well. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm curious about the G-Men. They're, they're playing super well. With the, what are they, 4-1 and one now? Yep. I'd be the worst four and one team, but um, I think it's pretty obvious that I can't say obvious because you never know. But Gable looks like he's the right guy. Um, but it, it's pretty much Saquon or bust. Um, Ravens defense is kind of hit and miss though. Like they have a good defense at times, but they give up quite a bit of quite a bit of points. Um, I think it'll be super competitive. Um, but I think I have the Ravens winning this one. I'm just, you know, excited. I think, I think it'll be a good game. And then, um, my next one is the, uh, Steelers and Bucks. Um, we're going to see Kenny Pickett again, go up against a, uh, another really good defense. Um, I don't think he's going to get much help in the run game, unfortunately. Uh, but I don't think the Bucks are that good of an offensive team. Um, they played the foul. They played everyone pretty close this year, I think. Granted, they've had a lot of injuries, but still, I don't think they're quite right yet. And uh, I, I don't think the Steelers are as bad as you know they may seem. I still think they have a lot of talent on offense, and if they can just kind of get it right, I think they'll be they'll be okay. Granted, I don't think. This year, they're going to be making a playoff push. I do think Mike Tomlin probably has his first losing season, which is okay. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't think anyone right now is doubting Mike Tomlin and, like, you know, ask, you know, saying to take his job away. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be a lot closer game than people think. I still have the Bucks winning, but I think you're going to see uh, some flashes of why they uh they took ten, uh, Kenny Pickett in the first round. Yeah, both of games should be interesting. Uh, we'll find and see if the Giants are legit. Um, and I kind of agree with you on the Steelers Bucks. I think that game could be closer than people expect it to be. Um, hopefully Pickett continues playing, you know, well. Uh, I like Pickett. So, um, Tim, we'll go to you. Uh, what what two games uh, are you kind of looking forward to? So I got the uh, the Jaguars and Colts simply because I'm expecting a big game from Trevor, you know, kind of a rebound game. Colts defense is 
good, but they are still kind of having some injuries that are going to affect them. Uh, I believe Quiddy Pay is week to week. Shaq, I'm not sure if he's practiced yet this week, so he might be out. Um, but, you know, they have weapons on offense, and I think they could expose a team like over a prolonged period if they can run the ball. Because the Colts offense is dog shit. Even if the Jags defense has struggled at times this year, the Colts offense is just not good. Um, so this is kind of a game where you expect the Jags, they should win this, you know, but this is the AFC South. So crazy shit kind of is happening this year with them. They half the time look like dog shit for some reason. Just all of them combined, like just don't look good. Or, you know, you have Damian Pierce last week explode and run over half a defense, you know, um, but I, I, I do have the Jaguars winning by probably, you know, two touchdowns at least, I would assume. This should be a game where I think they can run the ball, and then I think it's a game where Trevor should have a good bounce-back game. Um, and they have a good D-line, so I think it's going to be kind of a struggle for Raymond, who is starting at left tackle this week for the Colts again. So, um, My other game, I got the Vikings and Dolphins game. Uh, I think this is kind of just a, you know, it depends. I think Skyler is playing for the Dolphins, I believe. Uh, um, to a practice, but I don't think it's been official. Yeah. Playing. Okay. So, one, I think this is just a game where if you're the Vikings, if you're a fan, you want to see them just be able to dominate like the Jets did. You know, you have probably, if not the best wide receiver in the league right now. Um, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. You know, they have Dalvin, who's really good on the ground when he can put it together. And Madison is also a good backup. So they have pieces, you know. It it just seems like they're this weird, confusing team where they play down to their competition, it seems like, almost. Except for primetime, which, you know, Kirk Cousins. But um, I'm I'm kind of looking for them to take a hold of this game and just run away with it because they should. Unless, you know, two is back somehow, then it could be a real game. But I still think that they should win. Given Kirk Cousins and the Jefferson connection, which seems really good. You know, um I think they just need to have a for once have a complete game this season. And I, I do think they're a team that can do it. And if they can, you know, string together some complete games, they should easily take this this division with how bad the Packers are. So, uh, yeah. So far, right now, the the Colts open as two point favorites over the Jags, which is surprising to me. That is wild to me. I'm assuming it's because in Indy, um, still, but the Colts can't beat the Jags, so I, I assume another loss for the Colts there. Yeah, I agree. I think Bridgewater Thompson starts. I doubt they start two already this week. Yeah. I, I uh, doubt it, but... But even if one of those two start, and I think the Vikings should yeah. be able to, to win this one handily. Uh, so I agree with you there. Uh, I guess we'll go to your uh, your Saints to play this week. Bengals. Where do you yeah. see that game going, Tim? Um, it's should be a fairly entertaining game. It's in the Superdome. That's always a little bit of an advantage. Um. You know, 
it depends on who's healthy, I guess, this week. There's a chance we might be missing our top three receivers. And if that is the case, then I would say this is probably a blowout game for the Bengals because we won't be able to keep up offensively. Um, it also looks like Marshawn might be out. So we'll see how that goes. Um, a lot that I know hit, he's in stage three of the concussion protocol. So he's just before contact drills again, I believe is where it's at. He's in individual drills at the moment. So it's, he's questionable for the game, but I, I think you'd have to significantly improve field of play. Um, which is going to be a very big blow to the offense, especially if he's not out there. He's been having a good rookie year and just seems to be a little bit of a game changer as far as wide receivers go. It's not that Marquez, Callaway, and Spikwan aren't good. They're just not on the level Mike Thomas, Landry, and Olave are. Um, so I definitely expect a heavy dose of the run, especially if they're not in, and a lot of taste and time. But it should be a big game for Burrow and Chase, especially if Marshawn's out. Yeah, I I just think the Bengals are going to just walk away with this one. Um, yeah, probably. But Saints could surprise me. Um, I like Andy, so maybe he plays good. Uh, it'll be hard when he's thrown to nobody, but maybe taste him. Pretty much. Uh, so we'll go to myself. Um we got the Packers-Jets. Uh, I think this will be interesting to see, you know, maybe if the Jets are somewhat real uh, with uh, Wilson back there and if the Packers can rebound. Um, the only thing that worries me a little bit is the Packers coming off of, you know, that loss to the Giants. They might come out angry. Uh, that could be a bad thing for the Jets. Um, but I kind of see the Jets winning this game. Uh, I, I like or, or Russell. I like Zach Wilson. Uh, I'm a little bit higher on him than a lot of people are. Um, I think they have a good offense. You know, they have a two-headed duo in the running of the backfield. That's pretty good. Uh, Garrett Wilson's I think taken over the number two spot. Um, outside uh, Elijah Moore. Um, and they have Corey Davis there as well. So I think they have good wideouts. Uh, their defense is is pretty good. At least they should be with Sala there. I think they've improved from last year at least. Uh, just with this draft. Uh, Sauce Garner's playing great. Uh, he's my pick to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, so I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be... I think, Like I said, I think the, right now the, the Packers are seven half-point favorites. But I think the Jets can, can shock them here. I'm not high on the Packers just because of their wide-out struggles. And I don't think that defense is fantastic. Um, I don't know what the Jets' rush defense is like. Um, if I can see it real quick. 83% of people picking the Packers, it looks like, right here. Which is kind of surprising. Christian Watson is questionable for the Packers. So is Bakhtiari, which could hurt them. There we go. The, I mean, they're pretty good rush defense. They're only allowing 114 a game. Uh, so that's pretty good. Um, that's the kind of the Packers' strength. And then they get behind uh, Dylan and... Uh, uh, I can't think of the other running back. 
Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Uh, those two have been pretty good on the ground. So if, they, if the Jets can stop that, I think they have a shot. Uh, I like the Jets in this one. Uh, close game, but I think the Jets just kind of sneak it away. Um, and then probably the best matchup of the weekend. I think the matchup that everybody's looking forward to. Uh, Bills at Chiefs. Um, this should be a great game. It's a rematch of the the divisional round last year. Um, I think the, the Bills got something to prove. I think this is the first time in his career, I think I read that correctly, that Mahomes is going to be an underdog at home, uh, which probably isn't good. Um, I think that might let a fire under them a little bit. But what the Raiders didn't do, you just got to kind of stop Travis. Like, I think if you can stop <laughs> Travis Kelsey from scoring 25 yards and four touchdowns, I think you have a shot. Like, uh, Hardman isn't, hasn't been spectacular. Sky Moore hasn't come into his own yet. And, and Juju hasn't looked great. So I think if you just stop Kelsey, I think you can kind of slow that offense down, uh, even with Mahomes back there. And then the Bills' offense is just on another level right now. Uh, the running game still is not great. Uh, but they have enough wideouts and, and Josh Allen that I think they can they can throw in the Chiefs. Um, the the Raiders' pass game looked pretty good against the Chiefs. Uh, Devon, or yeah, Devontae was able to get open and stuff. So I think the Diggs and uh, Davis will be able to do the same. Uh, so I think the Bills are going to win this one. Uh, but I'm expecting a high-scoring, really good matchup here. I'm excited to see this game. This game should be really, really good. Hopefully it lives up to the hype. Uh, and then I guess we'll swing to the Sunday night game. Uh, Cowboys at Philly. Uh, like I said uh, last in our last pod, I'm a little nervous for this game just because the Cowboys defense is definitely the best defense we've played all season. Uh, they're a top 5D, but I think we have a top 5D as well. So it really comes down to which offense is better, and I think the Eagles' offense is the better offense of the two. Um, so I'm expecting the Eagles to win this game. All right, now they're six-point favorites, but I think it could be closer than that. Uh, almost you know, three of the two games, three of the five games have been close for the Eagles, and like I said, this is the best defense we've played. So if we can just kind of control Cooper um, and Pollard, I think we have a shot. Um, I find it funny with the Cowboys, you know, potentially their best quarterback. Well, not that's not Dak's probably their best quarterback, but Cooper has looked better this season. You know, it's limited from Dak, but Cooper's looked decent. He's been able to win, but it's kind of funny him and, and Pollard are kind of the fan favorites right now over Zeke and Dak who are the paid starters, which is kind of funny, but, um, the Eagles got swept by the Cowboys last year. I don't see that happening this year. Uh, they got a little bit of revenge on them. Um, Hertz struggled mightily against the Cowboys last season. Um, hopefully he, he can turn that around. Um, but yeah, it'd be a good matchup. I think, I think it's gonna be a good game. Uh, just cause how good the defenses are alone. Uh, Eagles got a great front, so they should be able to slow down the running game of the Cowboys and make Cooper rush beat them. And I don't think with that receiving core, uh, and our DBs, they can. So, um, I think the Eagles can get this one. I don't necessarily see it being an issue, but you know, there's just a little part of me that, that worries just cause it's a rivalry game. 
But uh, at the end, I see the Eagles coming out of this 6-0, taking full control of the NFC East and the NFC. Um, and the Cowboys could fall a third here. The Giants pull off a win, and the Cowboys are now third in the division, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, the Giants would be second. But, uh, yeah, hope this game also kind of lives up to the hype. You know, we haven't... <laughs> I haven't seen a great NFC East battle on primetime before or for a little while now. No, it's been shit. Probably 2017, maybe 2018. Um, so hopefully that kind of returns to form. You know, NFC has got some big markets in it, so it's good for the NFL when that division's good. And right now they're good. So hopefully those two teams can live up to the hype, just like the Bills Chiefs game can live up to the hype. Uh, but yeah, that pretty much covers the, the NFL side of things. Um, like I said, pretty good matchups. Hopefully they're good. Uh, hopefully another good weekend of football. I mean, football just being on TV is going to be good to begin with, but hopefully there's not a snooze fest. I'm glad I get to watch the Eagles this week. They're on prime time, so I get to actually get to watch their game. Uh, I guess we'll transition over to the college football side of things. <laughs> Uh, we have seven matchups that we are picking this weekend. Um, just as I was picking, but we'll go over ours. Uh, we start with the number seven USC traveling to number twenty Utah. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a good game. Uh, I think USC is going to pretty easily handle this one. Uh, like I said, uh, last pod, U two, U two, Jesus Christ, Utah has been. Uh, a little disappointing, just based on last year. And Lincoln Riley has USC humming right now. Um, so I think this is kind of just going to be a slacking. Um, and USC handles it pretty strongly. Uh, we all have USC picked right now. Uh, is there anything in this game you guys want to want to go over? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, I would like to see Utah put up a good fight, but I just think with the way USC is playing right now, it's not possible. Jake, you got anything? I'll take those a no. Um, sorry, sorry, no, I was muted. My bad. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'm excited. I was like, dude, I had like a whole thing going. Um, just, just quickly, yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm excited for this game just to see uh, the offense of uh, USC. Just, just you know, every, just to see them every week. Just you know, because it's, it's Lincoln Riley, and I think they are a good team, and. I think they're probably a year or two away from maybe being like a like a top a top four team. I think they're you know obviously close. What are they ranked right now? Seven. Yeah, um, I think it's close. I think they're like, they are like a year away though, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I'm just excited to see the, that offense. Yeah, they've been good. Um, our next matchup is summer sixteen Mississippi State traveling to twenty two Kentucky. Uh, this game's hard for me to pick for one reason. That's because we don't know if Will Levis is going to be back. Um, I think Will Levis in the lineup. Uh, I think Kentucky is who I got going on here. But if Will can't play, I think Mississippi State's going to win it. Uh, Will Levis is a big part of that Kentucky offense. Uh, I think he he has potential to go number one overall in the draft. He's for sure you know one of the top three quarterbacks. Uh, but I think he's past Bryce. I think it's between him and CJ. Um, I think he's probably the best pro ready um, of the three going into the NFL. So I expect him to be number one, if not top three in the NFL draft this year. 
so if he's back, I think Kentucky wins this one. But without him, I think Mississippi State pulls this one off. Uh, Mississippi State's got a good run game. I think the running back's got 426 in the season. Uh, I think I saw that earlier. It's not going to show me for some reason. Uh, but I believe he has 402. Um, their quarterback's going for 2,100 yards, 22 touchdowns. So they're a good offensive team. Uh, so even Will, 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 Will Levis in, it could be a struggle for Kentucky. But I think he's just uh, enough of an X factor that he would uh, he'd put them over the top here. Um, but a banged up, potentially not playing Will Levis, uh, I think I'm going to pick Mississippi State in this one. Uh, if Will Levis gets the full go before Saturday, that pick might switch for me. But at this point, I have Mississippi State. Um, Tim has Kentucky. Um, Jake has came to Jake's on the same boat as me. What do you kind of think of this one, Jake? Uh, you, you, I mean, you couldn't have said it any better. I'm, I'm kind of with you on it. I don't, I don't see a, uh, a way Kentucky wins without Levitt. And I, I'd, I'd pick them to win if he plays, and if he doesn't, um, I don't think they do. That's, that's where I'm at with it. I think I'm yeah. kind of now in the same boat as you guys just because it, it's hard. Like, you know, he is a good quarterback, and I think that's the part of it. Like, if he doesn't play, it's hard to pick them because of what Mississippi State's been doing. But I do think if he plays, that he, that Kentucky's going to be my pick just because I think he's that big of a factor. Yeah, hopefully it's a good game. It should be a good matchup regardless, uh, but it'd be a lot better with Will in the game. Uh, we move to his number eight, Oklahoma State, traveling number 13, TCU. Uh, this is Jake's newfound team here in TCU. So I'll kind of let him uh, cover this game and kind of uh, tell him what he thinks about it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous about this game. Um, yeah, You said the over was like the highest of the weekend, right? Cause I, like, yeah, it's like I'm 68 and a half. Sure. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be an extremely high-scoring game. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, what all happens. Um, I hope we get the win. Uh, our quarterback, uh, they call him the Red Dragon because he's a ginger. Uh, Matt Drugan, <laughs> Drugan. <laughs> he uh, he he's balling out right now. He's uh, he's really good. He he's kind of a confidence player though. Um, you know, if, if every, if everything's going good, let me, I guess not if only if everything's going good, just if everything's going good and everything's humming, like it's kind of like Kyler and just that fact, like when everything's like going and you have that momentum, he's hard to stop kind of the same way. I think the biggest, uh, the biggest weapon of his though is his legs. He's a lot faster than I think a lot of people realize, and he's a super strong, aggressive runner. Obviously, I don't think he's nice. as fast or as, as good as a runner as Josh Allen, but just as like the kind of physical runner at the quarterback position is kind of what it reminds me of. Um, yeah, I think it'll be I think it'll be an extremely close game. Um, I am I am nervous for this one, but I think in the end. Uh, uh, TCU is going to win. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting matchups this week, and this is one of them. Um, I'm going to come to Stan's game just just because Jake's a TCU fan. No, no I like Oklahoma <laughs> I State. I knew it. <laughs> I like Oklahoma State. Um, 
quarterback wise, they're pretty similar. Um, running back wise, again, fairly similar. TCU's running back is a little bit more efficient, um, but so similar. Uh, this should be a really good game. Um, this is one of the big beauties of the Big 12. Where, you know, they don't play defense in the Big 12. They kind of their offense to do the talking. And it's always fun to watch these these Big 12 matchups between high-profile teams where they just air it out and uh, put up fucking massive numbers. Um, so for this game, I think it's going to be a really, really good game. I can see either team winning it. Uh, but I'm going to pick Oklahoma State just because I like them a little bit more than TCU this season. I like TCU. Uh, I think last weekend against Kansas, that was that was a matchup that really proved to see. I think both teams were real. I was a little questioning on both teams of TC a little bit more, uh, and they both kind of proved you know they're legit. So I have a lot more uh, confidence in TCU than I did previously, but I think Oklahoma State, uh, I like them just a little bit better than TCU in this matchup. Uh, Tim also went with TCU in this matchup. Um, and then that leads us to a ranked ACC matchup, which is a little surprising based off recent years. Uh, one, because Syracuse, number 15 NC State travels to 18 Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse undefeated this season. They kind of snuck out of nowhere. I haven't really heard anything about Syracuse. And then I was looking last weekend, like, holy shit, Syracuse is undefeated. Uh, finally ranked. Um, I don't know who they've really played. Let me see. They have, Yeah, they haven't played anybody. I guess they played Purdue, which is a pretty good Big Ten team. Uh, and they beat them 32-29. Uh, but they barely beat Virginia 22-20. Uh, so this should be a good game. Uh, back I'll see NC State kind of kind of controlling this one just based on the fact that Syracuse hasn't played anybody super strong, where NC State has played Clemson, uh, lost by ten to Clemson, and then just beat FSU by two. FSU is a pretty good team. Uh, Syracuse is the favorite. Uh, this could be another, this should be another really good matchup. Um, one of the like I said, pretty much all these ranked on rank matchups this season or this season this weekend should be good, except for probably that USC Utah game. Uh, but yeah, I have Syracuse. I have Syracuse. Uh, Tim and Jake also have Syracuse. Um, I don't know if there's anything you guys want to add there? Uh, you said it. For me, I think for Syracuse, like this, you know, it starts and ends with their quarterback <laughs> play. Like he's been really good for them this year, and I think that's kind of where maybe their offensive explosiveness is coming from because he's a good leader for them. Um, so I think if he has a good game, this should be a fairly entertaining game. Um, and that's kind of why I'm going to roll with Syracuse, even though they don't necessarily have the resume some other teams do. Uh, yeah, so it brings us to another one of our matchups. Uh, number 10, Penn State travels to number 5, Michigan. I think. I thought this game was in Penn State. No, it's in Michigan. Interesting. Um, this is going to be another, just a Big Ten slugfest, I think. Uh, I think both teams are pretty good here. Um, Penn State is a little bit surprising. Uh, but I think I trust J.J. McCarthy a little bit more than I, I trust Clifford. Um, so I have Michigan yeah. winning this game. Uh, but it should be, I think it's just another typical Big Ten defensive kind of a slugfest type of game here. I should typically see out of the Big Ten. Uh, both have really good rush defenses, um, which could hurt Michigan there, because uh, 
Penn State is currently only allowing 79 yards a game, and Michigan almost has more rushing yards a game than passing yards. Granted, I think they've kind of controlled most of the games except for Maryland. So that's probably part of it. Um, they did put up 27 Iowa, who probably has the best defense in the Big Ten, if not one of the best in the country. Um, so that's probably a little bit worrisome for Penn State. I think Michigan is just a better team here. Um, so I have them winning, but I, I don't I don't think I don't see it being high scoring. I kind of see it uh, a slugfest here. Um, we're all on Michigan's board here. I don't know if there's anything in this game you guys want to add there or not. Uh, I think it'll be a blowout. I just got a weird feeling about it. I mean, I don't think Penn State's really played anyone. I mean, they played Purdue week one, barely won by four. They barely beat Northwestern by 10. Like, it just, they don't, I don't know. I, I think Corum is dynamic enough to kind of break through that run defense of theirs. And as long as JJ doesn't have a bad game, I think they're going to kind of take away, run away with it with Blake just having that good of a game. Um, not that, and it's also a little bit of Sean Clifford. Like, I, as much as I like the guy, he just, he's so inconsistent sometimes. And I think I would have a little bit more trust as far as Michigan's offense than I do Penn State's. Yeah. You know, I, I could kind of see, I can see a blowout, I suppose. I just think just, you know, the 10, their defense. Yeah, it's a big 10. Up, Usually but... it's a slugfest, but. Uh, it takes us to another big 10 matchup, uh, Nebraska at Purdue. Uh, this game currently opens as a 14 point favorite for Purdue. Um, Purdue's a pretty good team. Um, they have a good rush defense. Um, they're pretty strong in the Big Ten. You know, they they beat they lost to to Syracuse, which is a good team, but they beat Minnesota, which was solid, and they just beat Maryland, who who had Michigan ropes for a little while. Um, we just struggled against Rutgers. Um, so I'm a little worried about this game. I can see it's kind of getting our asses kicked. Uh, but Mickey and Bush have the defense playing good. And, uh, you know, hopefully Whipple gets that offense figured out. Um, we have a couple of key players injured with Reimer, um, Newsome, uh, Omar Manning are all uh, day-to-day. So hopefully they're able to play. Uh, we just lost one of our water outs to the transfer portal, but we transitioned one of our DBs, um, Timmy Hill, Tommy Hill. Tom Hill, um, to wide out. So see if he gets on the field and see what he can do. I guess he was originally a wide out. Um, so I'm worried about this game, you know, just cause I don't think we're that good somehow. I mean, not somehow, I don't know why, but, um, I'm still gonna pick Nebraska cause I can't not pick Nebraska. Uh, but I have us winning 17, 16. Um, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if Purdue runs the table on us, and it's kind of an ass whooping. Uh, hope not, but I could see it happening. I'm trying to keep as optimistic as I can, and Nebraska is going to find a way to win this game. Uh, but I am nervous going in this game. Um, Tim is also on Nebraska, and Jake has picked Purdue, which I'm not surprised about because he doesn't have the alliance there. He's probably picking the smart one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm not gonna lie. I'm out of line. I'm just picking to be smart on this one. Uh, some of those anything there you guys want to add or not? 
Um, I just, you know, even though I don't have the alliance there, um, I just want Nebraska to look competitive. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. I just want them to look like a fucking college football team for once. Yeah. I... I, it depends on which Casey shows up for me. I think if he can, if he can be second half Casey, I think we stay in it at least. Um, I do think even though they have a good rush defense, I think that it's going to be a little bit more of an emphasis on running the ball. Um, Grant should have another big game, and as long as Gabe's healthy, you probably should see some time. And I think bringing all three of them in in a rotation with Yan as well is, would be very beneficial to even Grant. They all have a different kind of game that they do well. Um, Yan's obviously the bruiser. Gabe's a little bit more of a like change of pace back, whereas I would say Grant's like the early down back where he maybe isn't as good in the passing game as Gabe, where Gabe's probably more that like change of pace, that you know screen type of running back, but he's still got some power behind him. Uh you know, it, it it's not that we don't have some of the playmakers on offense. It's we just seem to have this disconnect at times and are unable to keep it rolling. Um but I do think Purdue is a good team and I think that they could easily, you know, blow us out if we were dysfunctional. Um but I'd like to believe that the Huskers at least keep it close. Um as a you know diehard fan, I I would love for them to win this. I would love for them to have this miraculous, somehow pull it out of their ass, win the West season. You know, um, the West is kind of very close, and I don't want to say bad, but they're kind of bad. Um, so it's not like it's the craziest thing I would I could say, um, but we'll just see. Uh, regardless of how this game ends, I. I am just excited to be able to watch Husker football right now. So even if even when they do suck and they kind of piss me off, it's it's still nice to be able to watch it. Uh, yeah, our O line struggles really hurt us a lot. Um, it's something we for, I didn't mention on the last podcast. We went over the Rutgers game, but Gabe uh, or Grant, I think Grant ended a dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of uh, Rutgers sure. DBs fucked around and found out. Uh, you know, Yance is a big motherfucker that is a bruiser and Grant's Yeah. They're talking about it on the broadcast, how Yance their big dude. And like two plays later, Grant like show him, well, I can do it too, and, and knocked a dude out. Uh and I would like to say that it was a legal hit, even if he was a defender, that would be a legal hit. Um he led with his shoulder. So that made its round on Twitter, which is which is kinda of cool. So we had a, a a video a couple years ago with Kenny Bell cleaning out a dude from Wisconsin. That was an uh, awesome so, hit too. Yeah, <laughs> that, that dude went to the hospital for sure. That one you get, you see every every uh, once a couple times a year, you'll see that mm-hmm. that pop up on some highlight reels. It's pretty cool to see. So I think Grants will will join that one. Uh, that brings us to our last matchup, probably the best matchup, the matchup I'm looking most excited to uh, this weekend, and that's number three Bama at number six Tennessee. Um, I think Tennessee's a really really good team. Uh, Bama obviously is Bama, but I don't know if Bryce Young's playing for Bama. Um, I haven't heard officially, uh, but I if he don't playing, is he think healthy? he is. Um, last I heard, he wasn't. That could change. I don't know. 
Uh, but with this being in Tennessee, they're they're jacked right now. They're pumped. You know, they're ranked sixth in the nation. Um, the school paid a metalworking a company in the area to build goalposts uh, in the okay. event, you know, planning on them beating Bama and obviously the goalpost being torn down. Uh, I love watching Bama lose. I'm I'm kind of a I like Tennessee. I always kind of root for them out of the SEC there for whatever reason. I really don't know why. Um, I was kind of liked watching them play. So I hope Tennessee knocks them off. Uh, but this should be a really really good game. Um, I'm really looking forward to this matchup. Uh, I think it'll be just just really good football. Uh, but I ultimately have Tennessee find a way to win this one. Uh, probably by single digits, but I have them winning this one. Uh, we're all on Tennessee. Um, so if there's anything there that, that you guys see that you uh, want to add that I didn't cover there. Uh, I mean, for me, I, I really like their head coach. Um, I think he's obviously doing the right things. He's putting a good culture together. Um, you know, he's got them back on the map. Even if Even if they lose this game, I think it's firmly safe to say that they're back on the map as a, you know, college team and they're they're back in football. Um it it's it's exciting to see them back in it again, you know. Um it's kind of one of those things when you have like teams like Tennessee or like if Nebraska would get back, college football is always better when those teams are back. Like when the, the old powerhouses kind of come back in ways or you know, you had some you find ways to make a what most people consider a dead program for a number of years kind of like revive itself. And I've never been a huge fan of Bama. I would like to see them lose just because kind of like the A&M game last year. I don't really like A&M, but they beat Alabama. It was awesome for me. Um, and I do think this team is good enough to beat Bama. Um, but especially with their backup in, he's a good runner, but he's not much of a thrower. So we'll see how that goes, but uh, it should be a very fun game to watch. Like, or Jake, you got anything out there? Um, no, not really. I mean, I just I want us. Yeah, no, not really. Huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, not really. As much Jake thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that pretty much wraps up the college side of things. Um, essentially, this podcast. Um, one little note: uh, MLB is in the playoffs now. Um, but just shall start up again. I don't know how much of us really pay attention. I'll probably watch parts of the parts of the uh, World Series, but outside of that, yeah, I don't really pay attention to playoffs. Rockies are dog shit, so they didn't even sniff the playoffs. So I kind of quit. <laughs> paying attention uh, even if they're good I don't know how much I pay attention uh, but yeah as Tim said NHL started um, the Avs had their banner raising today or tonight uh, they're currently up 2-1 at the end of the first period over the Blackhawks um, so that's pretty exciting but you know like football you know those games really don't matter until until later in the season you know December or later um, where football every game matters uh, so that's kind of cool to see hockey back in. You know, all the sports are now going. 
um, for a little bit here. So uh, it's always exciting. NBA is getting ready to start up in the preseason. So soon we'll have all, all major sports playing and uh, good time of year. But uh, football definitely takes center stage. Uh, but yeah, pretty much wraps this episode up. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll uh, talk to you guys next time.